deep in the heart of Beverly Hills, you found For Love and Chocolate with Mr. and Mrs. Truffles. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We are uh, Tommy and Tara Gallup. Also known as... Mr. and Mrs. Truffles. Mr. and Mrs. Truffles. That's right. And we, we are here to talk to you about love and chocolate. Because we know no, a little bit about both. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's it's very exciting. It's almost like being at Cape Canaveral, <laughs> readying for the launch of Atlantis, or whatever it was that they were... That's not the one that blew up. Okay. Jesus. No. No. We're not watching Challenger take off. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> No, but this is exciting. This is our podcast. This is our life. We are the proud owners of Beverly Hills Toysure, a Swiss chocolate company, 92 years in the making. We're one of 14 stores in the world, and we're there in the heart of Beverly Hills. It's been there for 43 years now. We personally owned it for five years, and it's just been a real passion play for us, hasn't it? We've learned that love and chocolate really seem to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. They really do. Yeah. Like peanut butter and jelly. So many people come in buying gifts for loved ones, for the special someone in their lives. We've heard so many beautiful stories. Yeah, and, and it just people seem to have a real visceral reaction and a connection with, with our chocolate. There's always some story, um, and it's almost always based around love. There's a love theme. And that was kind of the, uh, the, the seminal moment where you figured, you know what? This would make a beautiful podcast if we could just talk to people about their origin story, how they fell in love, what love means to them, how they've kept it going all these years, and maybe how chocolate played a part in it. Yeah, it's 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 really been a journey, and we have heard so many sweet, moving, lovely stories. We do. We. I mean, I feel like part of it, it's just, it's kind of built in, because when people come into the shop, they're already happy. I mean, they're coming in to buy chocolate right so if we can elevate that experience a little bit more well then it just it's a joy i mean it's a joy to come to the shop every day but it's really a joy doing it with you it's so interesting how this all came about for us how the shop came about yeah 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 i mean you have been working in hollywood for 30 years Mm -hmm. as an actor and i don't think any of those roles were ever as a chocolatier were they it was a role that you hadn't prepared for. Maybe one that I was meant to play. But definitely one you were meant to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have really gotten to know so many personal, lovely love stories. Mm-hmm. And we have so much fun with everybody. We yeah. just kind of wanted to bring some of that magic. That was what was the um, maybe the impetus for you to say to me, hey, we need to do this. We need to have a podcast. We really, we really want to share some of this. I mean, there is just so much joy and magic going on in that little shop, mm. and it, it should be shared. Yeah, and so this podcast is really designed to introduce you, our listeners, to couples that have been together for 10, 20, 30 years, and hearing their origin stories. What was that moment when you first met? When did you know you were in love? What was that courtship like? How do you keep it going? How do you keep it alive? How do you keep it... How do you keep the spark going? How do you keep the sizzle going? How they keep it going and, and what advice do they have for others? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you and I, we met later in life, didn't we? A little later. A little <laughs> bit later. And, uh, I mean, mm, oh girl, the sizzle <laughs> is yeah. there every day. It's Yeah, it's, it, it's an ongoing courtship. Because you make it fun. <laughs> you make me laugh all the time. Mm. 
And um, in addition to that, we want to help other people who maybe haven't found love yet to find love. We hear the single girls complaining. We hear the guys. Well, just yesterday, a gentleman was in. He's like, how do I get a girl to really, like, notice me in that way? You know, like, people ask us. And, And I had some advice for him. He wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> that have anything to do with champagne truffles? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, that was a starter for sure. I don't can, think he understood that. But just, um, we, can, we can put it out there. We can't make him. Can lead a horse anything. to water. That's exactly right. And uh, we welcome your question. Mailbag. Ever since we put it out there and we asked our listeners and friends and family to just shoot us questions, love questions, relationship questions, so that we could maybe dissect them and. Try to just give them a kernel of hope and love and truth. We are the dear Abby of love and chocolate. <laughs> it's so true. So, without further ado, let's... But, who, what's our first What's Our first, our first laundry? Okay, well, let's, let's go to the bag here. All right. Okay, dear Mr. and Mrs. Truffles, I'm a 35-year-old man. I work in finance, and I do okay, but I've been going on a lot of dates, mostly with women I meet online, and it's pretty expensive to pick up the check every time. Is it okay to expect the dates to chip in? Some of my friends are saying they split the bills on their dates, signed, some guy on the west side. Well, I've got a very strong opinion <laughs> of this. Some guy on the west side. What's wrong with you, man? Come on. Got a man up. I don't, Your friends that split the bills? Oh, I bet those losers are still single, too. No, you can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> can't split the bill. Sorry if it's old school, but when you are taking a lady out for the first time, you must treat her like a goddess. There's no dissing, no naysaying, no negging. They say the neg, right? I don't know about that. Well, that's another story another time, but you have to open the door for her. You have to compliment her. You have to be attentive. You've got to be making eye contact. You've got to be a good listener. And God, for God's sake, man, Pick up the check. Pick up the check. Or you are destined for a lifelong friendship. Yeah, you got to pick up the check. Pick Look, the you check. know what? People are wired a certain way. People don't change, you know? And men are supposed to pick up the check. Yeah. Yep. It's their way of showing their, their intentions, their respect, mm-hmm. that they're going to take care of you. Yeah. They're going to provide for you. Yeah. I think it's really important to um, adhere to certain uh, traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're looking for love, you know, if you're just looking to have a, as many fun dates as you can in a short amount of time, then and you're not interested in finding love. Yeah. Well, well, you know, poor you because you're missing out on the best thing in life. But also, um, you know, I guess you could go ahead and ask them to split the bill. Ugh. but. Oof. It's not going anywhere. It just doesn't feel... And if it does like, go anywhere, it's not going to be as good as it could it's be. It's not going to be as sexy as it could be, Mm-mm. right? No. Hard I mean, pass on that. I don't think I asked you some to pick up Some guy on the west side. You, you are the, some guy. I don't think I asked you to pick up the bill until... Uh, I never have, have I? No. 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 Okay. Well, I think this is the home stretch. Are you ready for this one? Oh, yeah. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Truffles, my spouse and I have been married for two years, and it seems like the sparkle has been fading. This has given me anxiety. This is my first marriage, and his third. Is this normal? Well, Mrs. Truffles is someone who's been married many, many, many times. <laughs> I have been married more than 
Me. than you have. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was widowed at a young age. Yes, so. that's. But what I can say is, I do, I do know about, um, you know, the regular. I mean, I've had a lot of relationships. That's mm-hmm. part of where I draw my expertise from. Is yeah. not only from my successes, but from my failures. Sure, sure, we all do. And I would say that relationships can start to fade if they start to become mundane. I was going to say mundane. Yeah. Yeah. If a relationship starts to become a little mundane, mm-hmm. you know, and also kind of take a look at what you're doing, you know, um, how do you spend the time when you're with your your spouse? Are you yeah. spending that time airing your, you know, just just your grievances and your complaints? Are you nagging? Are you looking for ways for them to do things for you, maybe don't forget to try to always keep it sexy. Yeah. I would say that, you know what, the day in and day out in your relationship should all just be like one long foreplay, you mm-hmm. know, where you're just constantly yeah. trying to to romance each other and and put a smile on one another's faces. If the, if yeah. the, if the bloom is coming off the rose then um, maybe a little self-reflection on, on what you could do differently. I think that... Um, it's, it's, it's like when the dog trainer comes over. He, he didn't really teach the dog to do anything. He, he teaches you. He does. You know, He's this isn't about good. how you can get your husband to do things differently. This is about how you can do things differently to create a different atmosphere with yeah. your husband. I mean, case in point, I take great joy out of making you a perfect cappuccino every morning. And I do it with all the love I can give because I know it just feeds you. And you do so many sweet, unspoken things for me every day that I Last so night I made you a heart-shaped cookie. You did. It was delicious. <laughs> and it was shaped like a heart. <laughs> Fantastic. But it's those little things that, you know, you're talking about being in this relationship for a couple of years and the sparkle seems to have gone. It's like, well... I think I think to tar- Mrs. Truffle's point, surprise him. Do something out of the ordinary, something special. Surprise yourself. I would say that every time you see him, just kind of rub him behind the ear a little bit and tell him what a good boy he yeah. is, and pat him and yeah, spank his ass, whatever. Just rub his tummy. Get it going, girlfriend. Get his tail wagging again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I'm getting all hot and bothered here. <laughs> I think we're can we can we sign off now? I think it's nap time. It might be nap time. So, can we talk uh, a little bit about our first guest? Because it's yes, so exciting, we're guys. Super. This is our first show, our first guest. Well, I don't know if we could have hit a bigger grand slam. I've known Tim and Lisa for now over thirty-five years. But it's Tim, super exciting. Tim Decay, Lisa Decay, uh, who we I met in my early twenties. Um, and who, uh, Tim, I've just known and loved both Lisa and Tim for so many years. We were in each other's weddings, and uh, Tim is a very successful actor. A lot of our listeners will know him from White Collar and Seinfeld and Tell Me You Love Me and Carnival, all these HBO shows. Never stops working. Um, But also, just the two of them together are such pure love. I mean... They've started it and kept it going all these years, and I've never seen them not be madly in love with each other. I mean, it's just, it's really beautiful. And how could they not be madly in love with each other? They're so both so lovely yeah, and delightful. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. And we'll be right back with Tim and Lisa Decay. 
For over 40 years, Toysher has been a staple in the Beverly Hills community. Like so many other families in the community, our family has had a long-standing love affair with Toysher chocolates. Over the years, we've formed traditions and memories around these extraordinary Swiss chocolates and the enchanting wonderland of fantasy truffle boxes inside our store. Today, our family is proud to be carrying on the Toysher tradition in Beverly Hills. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the show. Um, we're really excited. I mean, we're always excited, aren't we, sweetheart? We're pretty excited. Yeah, but today we are uh, fortunate enough to have literally my dearest friends, maybe in the whole world. Um, Tim and Lisa, Tim Decay and Lisa Decay, um, who I've known for now 30 plus years. 30 plus years, oh I think. Oh my God. Yeah. And, um, and I, I try not to, to use too much hyperbole, but um, these two are pure love in that mm-hmm. their, their romance is a story that needs to be told. Uh, <laughs> I've known them forever. <laughs> and and uh, I, in many cases, when you're with a couple, there's one that you prefer over the other. It's not the case of anything. I actually prefer Lisa, even though oh. I've known Tim longer. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. But um, it's they're they're just a joy to be around and so much fun and I'm so happy that they agreed to come. Yeah, to show. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear how you met. So tell us how how did you two first? Well, we're honored to be here. Oh. First of all, to be part of this uh, a, a wonderful, I don't know, kind of adventure into romance yeah. and chocolate. I think and that's fair. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Very um, exciting. Yeah. We met in grad school. Uh, we 1987. We went to Rutgers University, and we were uh, first year grad students. And at the time, I I think I might have been dating somebody. I know Lisa was. Uh, you were. <laughs> and, and Her name was Deborah. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's well, that's and, she water. was an older woman. <laughs> oh. Wow. So Tim and his cougar, go on. Anywho, uh, we, uh, I walked in the classroom and there was this hot girl with short shorts that said ASU on them. Oh. And she had an ASU, like a, and a, it was an outfit. It was a tank top oh. so matching. Oh. And, and you're in and grad school now. Grad school. Grad, grad school. school. But still, I had gone to small uh, upstate provincial, lovely college, but I led a fairly provincial life, and so when I saw this girl from Arizona, yeah, ooh, yeah. boy, <laughs> I know that is wow. Well, usually they're they're on like the top of the you know hottest girls in college. Uh, you I, know, I de- you know right? what? You're right, but I didn't even think of that. ASU, and, but had yeah. I known that, yeah. I would have said yes. Case in point, yes. right there. Too kind. I have to say, looking back, you don't remember him Arizona at all. No, big <laughs> hair. No, I look back at those photos of us. You Your know, Texas, large. Florida, yeah. Arizona. We do big hair. Big New hair. Jersey, and we do it well. Oh. <laughs> So were you, when you were wearing your dolphin shorts and your ASU and my big hair. crop top and your big hair, mm-hmm. were you thinking, I mean, you were thinking, I'm in grad school, I'm here to really hone in on my craft. Oh, yes, I was very serious. But was there, was there a part of you that said, you know what, you were dating a guy at that point, yes or no? Yeah. I, she, no. Lionel. 
You were dating no, one. Oh, we'd broken up. Oh, well, so no, you we'd were, broken this up is long be before. You were single and ready to mingle. Oh, yes, oh, so because you were, I started okay. dating mm. Rob. Oh, right. Oh, God, okay. I almost said his no, whole name. No, no last names. Oh, no. Uh, you, you're right. You're right. You're yes, right. My, I was com- my apologies. I was single. I was yeah. single. You were not. <laughs> oh, you were with the older woman. But you, could I back up for a second? Sure. Because this just dawned on me. Is this not true, Tim, that the only reason you and I even ever met was because, Tommy, you did not take your spot at Rutgers and decided to go to NYU, and you told me Bill Esper called you up and said there's a spot available, and Tim took it. Yeah. Come so on. look at this full yeah. circle. Yeah. This is yeah. full circle. Because and wow. Tommy and I had met that summer prior. I just prior got chills. Up I got at, we yeah. met at Shakespeare and Company the summer prior in the Berkshires, in the yeah. Berkshires. which is where and, he met the cougar. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's where we met. So okay. Oh my uh, God, I'm blushing for you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So but so how incredible is that? That is crazy. Yeah. And I just remembered that right now. Sliding doors, right? Yes. I mean, if not for that, you and I could be married, basically. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'd be married to you, Tommy. I think so, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think that's I think, how it works. I think so. Yeah. And I would be... Venn diagram right. of uh-huh. relationships. Or perhaps I you guys been, would have still just met, met through Tommy in some maybe other way. Maybe in some yeah. other way. True, yeah. Yeah. because yeah. you were friends. It's not all about you, Tommy. Well, okay. usually. Well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so you met you. So you're dating someone else at the time, Tim. I was. It was pretty uh, honestly. It was casual, but we were assigned scene partners in class. Oh, what was that scene? Do you remember? There were a few. There, there. The first one was a period scene. Yeah, it was. Was it all summer long, or? uh, God, you have a good memory. Yep, mm. I think that's what it was. So, were there sparks when you were rehearsing? Yes, but in a definite sparks as as acting partners, we did really well together. Mm. And you usually change partners every couple of months, and they kept us together forever. Oh. And we worked really well together. We did, and we became very close friends because of that. And I started dating a, another guy at Rutgers, and we would, you know, go over to each other's apartments and. Talk about our dates or weekends, yeah. or we became really, really close friends during that time. But you know, that's an interesting question because obviously there was something going on. Yeah. Because here we are, yeah. married thirty-three years in May. Yeah. So, but I think the environment and the culture at at Rutgers and many of these MFA programs where you're it, it, studying acting, it's intense, and so I don't. I don't know if that intensity and just the the zeitgeist of the time and the, allowed us to have those sparks because we were so focused on work yeah. and mm-hmm. acting. And so I, I almost feel, in spite of the fact that we met at Rutgers and at this intense acting program, we still fell in love. Mm. Wow. I'm kind of interested because I don't think I know this story, but... Um... You said you were friends for a long time. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So there well, was a moment. A long time in college, the first semester. Oh, really? <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So that I'm, feels like a I want to know what, when was the first kiss? What was that moment? Oh, well, 
that was Halloween. Yeah. And I we I was dressed as a twenties flapper. I can't remember what you went as. I don't think I went as and anything. I was in the bathroom putting on lipstick and the door was open and he came in, shut the door, spun me around and kissed me. And I I was shocked, he was shocked, and the next day we talked about oh no, 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 no. You're not allowed to date others in the program. Oh. This is a mistake. We just had a drink or two, or I don't Wait, know. Was what. that a bylaw within the program? Like you couldn't it date was, within? I don't know. It, un, I think un, it, it that was the scuttlebutt, whether or not it was actually true. Yeah, it was know. because it. You know, there's there were only twenty students in right. each class. Okay, but so you're they, also adults. I mean, you're in your yeah, adults. exactly. Yeah. Good point. But Good so point. we said no, no, I know no, no. I was no. An we're, adult. we're just. We're just friends. This was just a blip. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Because first day back or first evening back, the whole class kind of gathered at this bar. And I wouldn't say I was ignoring Lisa, but I just wanted to. Mm. She was she was seeing. I knew she had seen her old boyfriend when she went home. And so no, I just thought I I'd not. play it cool. Uh, and. <laughs> We didn't really connect the way we had connected the first semester. So I went home. She went home. And she called me. Yeah? No, you called me. I know. I was oh. doing that. <laughs> and, then, and, I called, and I called you. And I said, I, in so many words, I apologize. And, and, I, and I, we got to talking. And this is like 2 o'clock in the morning. On the phone, we're talking, and and why why were you that way? Why why couldn't we have, you know? I I missed you. I missed you. Well, yeah, but I don't I don't know how you feel. How do you feel? Just and you didn't say anything. And I said, just say it. Just say it. And she said, What do you want me to say? That I'm in love with you? I said, Yeah. <laughs> and she said. I'm in love with you. I said, oh. I'm in love with you, too. What? I'll be over in five minutes. And he wow. ran in the harsh and it was, January, yeah, it was January snowing snow and to my house, yeah. my apartment, and we've been together ever since. That's amazing. See, you know what? We have, we have the cry meter. If you make Mrs. Trouble cry, <laughs> then it's a love that is pure and meant to be. <laughs> That's, I don't think I knew that story. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is. is. So, f- how long from that moment when you professed your love for yeah. one another until um, the engagement? How long did it take, and how did that happen? That was so. The program is three years long, and it was our second summer that we got engaged. So, I will let Tim take that story because he planned it, and it was really lovely. Aww. And so it was a I, complete shock. Uh, I was able to, I was doing a, uh, an opera in, up in Cooperstown at the Glimmerglass Opera, which is this gorgeous space where a large opera that seats, uh, could be off on this number, like 800 people to 1,200, it's a large opera house. And it's built in the middle of this field, and beyond the field is is what they call Glimmer Glass Lake. Lake, what is it? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Doesn't matter. But I have no idea. When you, <laughs> when you go to the opera during the summer, the sides 
of the opera house fold back on themselves mm. and it becomes this enormous screened in porch open air open wow. air opera house oh my God. but it's screened in and it's roof wait in cooperstown it, in cooperstown Stunning. it's always incredible how you get these it, these communities these little towns where opera oh has taken a hold of it yeah. anyway I was doing an opera there, non-singing roles, the Casey at the Bat, and I played Casey based on, on the poem um, about the baseball player. And uh, I decided I wanted to ask her up there, and she had come visited me. for We were there for a couple of weeks, and, and uh, my mom had given me a family ring. Mm. And so Aww. the night uh, after one show... I had the stage manager leave the house lights kind of like halfway dim and gold and the stage was beautifully lit, but the lights were down, the ghost light was there, and the rest of the cast was waiting for us at the bar where everybody would go after a performance. And, they, knew, uh, they knew this was going to happen or no? They knew it. Okay. Yeah, they knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They knew that it was going to happen. There's a moment in the play where I get down on one knee and I sign an autograph for a little kid. There's a moment in the play where that happens. So I say to Lisa, I wanna, something's not right with that moment. Can we rehearse, do you mind playing the little kid and just coming out on stage? You had no idea. I'll be on one <laughs> knee. No idea. Totally bought it. Oh my God. I'll be on one knee, you come out, and then, and then when she ran out, I said, it was the theater that brought us together. So it's only fitting that I ask you here. Will you marry me? <laughs> there she goes. Waterworks. Stop it, guys. Come on. I've got to deal with this Come later. I, I That's was, beautiful. I was in shock. Oh my God. You had no clue. I had no idea. Oh. And what yeah, if... because we weren't, honestly, we were too poor kids <laughs> setting out to be actors. Oh, we, had we weren't financially ten cents ready between us. Like yeah. I, I just, yeah. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I had no idea. That's true. And I, there, and there were people up in the booth. I guess you know the lighting people. Yeah, there were a few people, people up there. People. Watched so the you, whole thing. I, you I, st I still don't know what you said. Oh, I said yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, cried and and that I this ring oh. is nineteen oh four. What? I think it's 1904. Stunning. I'm drawing a blank, but it, it's around the turn. It was purchased at Tiffany's around the turn of the century, oh and it's his great great wow. aunt's. That's special. Yeah, yeah, really special. So, can we back up for just a moment now? So, I just want to like circle back to like. So, you had this phone conversation where you admitted your love for each other, but when did you know? Like, when did you first know that you loved him, and when oh. did you first know that you loved? Were you aware? That In that hindsight, yeah. Yes, consciously. When did I know that? I guess the moment I said it. It's a great question. Mm. When is that moment? When is that moment where I realized yeah. I There's love her? no one else. I love her. Yeah. I've got to pursue that. And it was, looking back, obviously unconscious in me because over Christmas break, mm. I, mm. I called him just to say hi and catch up because we were very close friends by that point. And when I hung up, my mom said, oh, tell me about this one. 
And I said, oh, my friend Tim, my friend Tim, my friend Tim, you know. <laughs> she said, mm, no, this is more than your friend Tim. <laughs> and I, Moms you know, know. <laughs> yes, and that was one of those, oh, mom, he's just my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so that's why I think that was able to come out like that. So maybe she knew January. before you knew. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think yeah. my mother knew that's before so anyone. Yeah, definitely. That. But that first spring, we had the talk. And I think even though we'd, we had said that we were in love with each other, we also, you know, we're trying to be adults. And we're going to part for the summer. And maybe it's not the smartest thing to stay together. Or do do we have a break and make sure this is what we wa- what we really want? But we ended up not doing any of that. And do you remember, we ended up opening up a savings account together. Yeah, because we both got jobs. And I think so. So it's very significant. Yes, very, very significant. And very significant. But that was certainly the moment we knew that we were to we were we in were this in for this. the long haul. We were, in a, yeah. we were a couple. Yeah. Okay. So now tell us about the wedding. You guys uh, got married a year later, two years later. Actually, two years later. Two was it years a big later. wedding? Did you? Um, Not very big. It was. Fun. No, it was, I'm full-blooded Italian, so by Italian standards, it was. It's probably considered small. Okay. 175 <laughs> people. 175. Yeah. Okay. And we got married in Scottsdale. I grew up in Phoenix. Right. Tommy um, was one of the groomsmen. Yes. Was. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a beautiful wedding. And uh, for our honeymoon, we went to, we flew into San Francisco. Yep. Which was very exciting because we were still living in Manhattan at the time. And, and then we... <laughs> you know what? Let's go back to the wedding. Okay. Because she just was so beautiful in that dress coming down the aisle. Aww. It just was... Oh, it just crushed me. And the wedding was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. So, so I'm, uh, I think we're both kind of interested in what it is that keeps you guys so in love going all these years. If there is that one thing that you can kind of point to, you know, is it communication? Is it laughter? What makes a union like this so strong? I think it's all of the above. I think you definitely have to keep your sense of humor. You have to keep everything in, you know, take a breath and try to keep everything in perspective. But this was told to us very early on, and I think it's very true, that we are a really good team. We are great with each other's strengths and weaknesses and supporting those and working as a team. We do lots of sweet little things for each other that they may seem silly and small, but he makes me a cappuccino every morning and brings it to me wherever I am in the house. <laughs> you know, there's like little things like that. Or we, yeah. we used to leave notes in each other's suitcases every time one of us would travel for work. Um, I mean, we still do a lot of little things like that. Um, yeah, I think I've got your back. Yeah, we're, we're a lot a of I, I've got and... your back. Nice. Yeah. So, do you, what advice would you give to young couples or young people looking for love? Do you would like go back and give to yourself, or just do you would give to your kids? What's what's your best advice? What we talked about before, but especially to the young couples, uh, don't ever stop making out. <laughs> Lisa is the best. I was not best expecting that kisser <laughs> ever, oh. ever, oh. and. Uh, yeah. Aw. You are. Great. Oh, bag at you, Sweet. Bag at you. Sweet. That's so sweet. I would love to hear, I mean, you kind of, 
gave that up. But but if you were to kind of pinpoint that thing about each other that just kind of lifts your day, right? Like mm. like for me, it's like her eyes and her smile <laughs> fill my heart. Honestly, Aww. it's like you know she lights up a room. But you know, I no offense. I've got the best kisser in the world. No. <laughs> Mrs. Trebles. Maybe it's a chemistry thing. She, yeah. could, she could definitely put her smackers on. But, but you know, I also make her coffee every day. And it is. It's it's those little it's things. It's little things. Right? Yeah. And it's communication. Yeah. Just, and it's, yeah, it's, it's all that. Having it's each all other's that. back, which you clearly do. But but for me, it's it's how I can be my authentic self. 100 percent of the time mm -hmm. with her right warts and all she just she knows and she still after all of that she still loves me right right mm -hmm. and i feel like you guys have that the same oh, you yeah. can't you can't Absolutely. go 30 years we and hide everything. anything warts about yourself all. it's yeah. all out there so so what is it about lisa and, and lisa what is it about tim that is that that if there's a thing well w one of the things one of many actually but he has he makes me laugh as much today as he did when I met him. And he's one of the funniest people I know. He has a great sense of optimism. The other thing is he is truly an amazing father. And that makes me fall in love with him every day. I just love that about you. And, and still, very involved and emotionally connected mm. and uh, a beautiful father. Thank you, honey. Timmy, well, you, were, I, you are so getting loving tonight. I mean, I, honestly, come on. <laughs> come on. Go on. I, for Lisa, I think one of the things that I love about Lisa is that, yes, she's pretty, but her essence lights up a room. Just her Aww. energy and her essence. It really does. We get that. Yeah. So sweet. You're just looking to get lucky tonight. No. <laughs> we all know that. We all know that. Aww. She's so pretty to me. I'm so it's so Aww. it's and and I just you light up you as Tommy said, I think if if you can find somebody whom you feel lights up a room, that man, take that take that light bulb with you everywhere you go. <laughs> you know? Um, Mrs. Truffles. I, I think it's the gifting portion of our, of our podcast. Ooh. Oh, yes. Presents, presents, yeah. presents. What do so, we get? So this is just a little gift bag. It's the only reason I did this. Yes. Oh. Fancy French champagne Yeah, it is. You. Oh, beautiful. And this for your weekend is so perfect. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, beautiful. Hold on. Yeah. What else do we have? Go on. Pull it out. Oh, the wrong Perrier. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Timmy. Then, my goodness. Oh, this. Oh. This is... This is something that I personally make. Love it's my love and chocolate. Like, it's body butter. It's but, love butter, let's be ooh. honest. Uh, Why? Is, I mean, it's the only thing I use on my face. It's it's 50% cocoa butter, so it is chocolate. <gasps> and it, everything else on there is amazing for your skin. Mm. It's jojoba, Food grade, Timmy. Food grade. All organic food grade. You could actually Beautiful. eat that if you add a little sugar to it, and it would taste delicious. So mm -hmm. I could... Oh, I'm so excited. Yep. Yeah. Okay, oh, well, let's keep there, it clean. That's with a little bag right. of pastries. There's some... Oh, oh my gosh. Love cookies and champagne cookies. Champagne chocolate Come cookie. Come on. Champagne. You know, what he's going to eat those in, in the car, and here? they're not going to make it <gasps> to the weekend. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is it? What is this? Champagne truffles. Maybe Dom get you drunk. <gasps> mm -hmm. mm. If I hadn't said it before, this podcast is brought to you by 
Beverly Hills toy shirt <laughs> and the exquisite champagne oh. truffle. Oh and that is goodness. my very favorite oh. crackling fire candle from Trader Joe's. <laughs> Citrus oh It has yeah. a wooden wick and it sounds and it just crackles? like a crackling it fire. And like a fire. It's lovely. fantastic. I love crackling. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. The oh. gifts this just is, keep It's coming. like the Oscars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Swag. Christmas. <laughs> Fun. And this is, this is great. It's a really wonderful idea. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, guys, thanks again for making the trip over the hill. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Oh, my God. That was awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us and being our first guest. That was so much fun. This is for Love and Chocolate, and we'll be right back. This podcast has been brought to you by Beverly Hills Toy Shirt Chocolates of Switzerland. Beverly Hills Toy Shirt at 371 North Camden Drive in Beverly Hills has been serving up truffles, pralines, dipped fruits, marzipans, and our world-famous chocolate bars for over 40 years. So, next time you're in Beverly Hills, why don't you come by and visit or shop online at beverlyhillstoyshire.com. God, this was fun. I hope everybody had as much fun as Ooh, we did. I really, I, I kind of came into this whole pet project of yours kicking and screaming, and I just, I, once again, you've just knocked it out of the park, sweetie, because these are stories that people really need to hear. I mean, I know... My love for you is is boundless, but I mean, I also, when I hear stories of how other people fell in love, it just makes me love you more. It just takes me, oh, anyway, I just, uh, I'm really grateful that we're doing this. I'm really happy about it. I think this first show was so much fun. Anyway, thanks again for joining us, for listening, and guess what? We're going to do it again next week. How about that? This show is brought to you by Beverly Hills Toy Shirt, Chocolates of Switzerland home of the world's first and finest champagne truffles. Join us next week for more adventures in everlasting love.